can't help it. I ball like a Celtic. I can't help it. Nah, I can't help it. Nah, I can't help it. I ball like a Celtic. I can't help it. I ball like a Celtic. All right, Celtics fans, we are back with another episode of Boston Celtics Game Day Recap. I'm your host, Guy DiPlacido, and the Celtics are coming off of a 99-86 win against the Phoenix Suns, second-best record in the NBA. What a game by Kemba Walker. We're going to start today's podcast off same as usual, go through player of the game, some of the positives, some of the negatives, uh, and then taking a look at some of the standings and kind of where the Celtics sit. Uh, before we dive into player of the game, I want to start today's podcast off by saying this. We had tonight no JB, no Fournier, no Time Lord. As a team, we had 20-plus turnovers. Tatum had another game where he shot 3 of 17 from the field. And outside of Kemba, we had... Two guys, actually three guys in double digits, none of which were over 20. None of none of which were over 15. And we beat the second best record team in the NBA by 13 points. Held the Suns to 86 points the entire game. This is as impressive a defensive game we have played all season long. This is a high-powered offense that is very efficient. They shoot the ball well. They get into the lane well. They do pretty much what they want when they want. And our defense tonight shut them down. Excellent defensive game for the Celtics tonight. Offensively, we had a lot of guys struggle. Uh, but one guy that did not struggle and who is player of the game tonight is Kemba Walker. The guy was an absolute machine tonight. End of the day, 32 points, 4 rebounds, 4 assists, a block, and also drew 3 charges on Devin Booker, who ended up fouling out of the game on that third charge drawn by Kemba. Kemba Walker just did absolutely everything. Got to the line, 5 of 6. Shot extremely well from the field, 11 of 17, including one three-point shot that he basically just ripped his hands through Johnson, trying to draw the foul. Still got hit. They didn't call it, but he hit the three anyway. Uh, But all night, he was just going off. He had 11 points in the first, 8 points in the second, not eight points in the third and then another five in the fourth. And the guy was just ultra, ultra efficient tonight. Again, 11 of 17 and up until, oh man, I think he missed three total shots before the fourth quarter hit. So (laughs) the guy was just hitting absolutely everything, putting on a clinic couple unbelievable crossovers and honestly like defensively played fairly well struggled a couple times let up a couple uh offensive rebounds to bridges down low but he's kind of put in situations where he shouldn't be down there anyway uh but here's i want to talk about this 
This is kind of the evolution of Kemba and what he's been able to do this season. So if you go back last year, and hell, even to the beginning of when he came back from the injury this season, his game pretty much runs from the free throw line up. Uh, And that's about it. You could probably count on your hand how many corner threes he took all last year. And while tonight he was the primary ball handler, Tatum did have the ball quite a bit and did dish the ball out to him a couple times for corner threes. And Kemba's giving up the reins a little bit. And you saw it a lot last game, the game before that. Kemba is moving into really believing he's a third option. And it's been fantastic for this team. Kemba Walker is playing excellent basketball right now. And I know a lot of people are still hating on him because he's getting paid a ton of money and he still doesn't seem like a first option. But they're going to be hard-pressed to find a guy that's putting up what he's doing, putting up the numbers, putting up the games that he's putting up in a trade for him. It's going to be extremely hard to find. For an undersized guy, he's excellent at taking charges. He's His hands are quick. He moves quick. He's just not as strong. But defensively, he puts up a good fight. This was a this was one of his better games, in my eyes. You saw him really do everything. Uh, so just overall super impressed with him. The other guy I think that played really well tonight that needs a lot of credit is Marcus Smart. And I'm not saying stat sheet-wise it was a, a stellar night. 11 points, 7 rebounds, 5 assists, added in a steal. But his defense tonight was sensational like this right here is the first team all defense defensive player of the year candidate that we've talked about for so long uh he was just doing everything in his power to shut down booker and to shut down chris paul and hell he did a great job of it neither of them had like spectacular nights Booker, 15 points, 6 of 13 shooting. Chris Paul, 22 points, 8 of 16 shooting. So Chris Paul obviously had the better game. Uh, But overall, Marcus Smart just was moving everywhere. And the Suns went on a little bit of a run in the third. And as soon as they put Marcus Smart back in the game, the tides changed. And the Celtics started hitting, hitting their shots, making their stops. And this is exactly what we need of them. Overall, this is a this is a tough game offensively, but the defense absolutely carried the team. And it, it's it's the games that we need. Again, when you're missing three of your top six, you need the defense to step up. Tonight they did that. Overall, as a team, they I thought they played really well. You know, Romeo didn't do anything as far as stat sheet goes. Put up pretty solid minutes uh, defensively. Had a couple of tough calls. He had one really tough call against um, Chris Paul early in the game. But played pretty solid defense. Uh, The other guy, I think, like if you're looking at the 
the team. I think the third best guy past Kemba and Smart was Pritchard tonight. Uh, and I think he was just doing everything defensively too. This guy, for being so small, moves his feet and does not let anybody get past him. Had a couple plays, even where he's like getting in front of Chris Paul, blocking the lane for Chris Paul, who is as crafty as they come and is just as savvy as they come. But Pritchard, I think, tonight had a, a huge, huge impact on the game. And two of his two of his threes late in the game were as clutch as they come. He had a huge clutch three coming off of Kemba when Phoenix was on a huge run in the third. Uh, And then another huge corner three off of an excellent pass for Marcus Smart late in the fourth. Uh, So really just solid. And then late in the game, too, at like three minutes left, solid, solid rebound, excellent outlet pass that led to Tatum being fouled in transition as well that led to two free throws. So, I mean, you look up and down, we had pretty solid performances from the team. You know, we go over even to guys like Jabari Parker. Didn't play a ton, 15 minutes tonight, which I think they're probably going to keep him right around that number for the foreseeable future. Uh, Played pretty well. Actually, defensively, he was significantly better tonight as well. I think that every single game he's played defensively, he's gotten better and better incrementally not a ton but you know he's making better defensive efforts moving in the lane getting in crossing paths uh but overall did solid tonight six points four rebounds four assists so he's moving the ball uh and just looked good you know even even we saw Neesmith tonight stepped in got nine minutes three shots made two of them six points and a rebound defensively fouled a couple couple stupid stupid fouls for him uh but played well you know overall I mean, this is a this is as good of a win as we've had in a while uh and it's much needed you know we lost against the bulls which obviously isn't ideal uh we would have been riding an eight game win streak going into brooklyn tomorrow but hey at this point again everyone counts And we'll dive into the standings in a little bit and kind of where things will shake up. Uh, But this is a, it's a huge, huge game. Huge game. I want to dive into some of the negatives. There won't be a ton on that end. Uh, Before we do so, I want to take a quick break for a word from our sponsors. All right, guys, time for a new favorite sponsor alert, Venture Greens Nutrition. Venture Greens Nutrition is changing the nutrition game forever. They offer one-on-one coaching where they build macro-based diets to get you moving in the right direction. As great as the coaching is, what I love most about Venture Green Nutrition is their line of CBD products. They have tinctures, salves, beard care, and gear. And the best part is all Venture Green's Nutrition's products are formulated and manufactured in their own facilities in the United States. Check them out at VentureGreensNutrition.com. Use code CelticsTake15, that's CelticsTake15, for 15% off. You won't regret it. 
All right, let's take a quick second here. Shout out a new sponsor, Vidget. Vidget is the first gamified social network for sports bettors. It's 100% free to download and give sports bettors like me and you a place to talk about sports betting and compete against friends. Vidget has a free play sports book, which gives you the opportunity to win real prizes like t-shirts, Amazon gift cards, and even a PS5. They also have really cool betting league features, which kind of works like fantasy football for sports betting. Download today using the referral SeltzPod, that's C-E-L-T-S-P-O-D, and get 2,500 free coins to start betting with. All right, let's talk some negatives here. So I said I was going to keep this short, and I'm going to. Overall tonight, the two things that the Celtics really struggled with were turn well turnovers was the biggest thing like i said earlier like 20 plus turnovers tonight so as a team 24 total turnovers or 23 total turnovers as a team that resulted in 24 points for the phoenix suns mind you the phoenix suns only scored 86 so a big portion of their points tonight came just off of us being careless. And that's something that has kind of plagued the Celtics all season long. And that's the part that's extremely frustrating. Extremely frustrating. You know, you look at the game and outside of turnovers, the other thing was like moving the ball. And I'll talk about that because realistically, it's just a tough night when you're missing a lot of your key offensive guys. And even the offensive guys that we had just didn't have things going for them. So like tonight, again, I already mentioned it, no JB, no Fournier, no Time Lord. All of which are going to put up a decent amount of shots that can hit a decent amount of shots. Uh, but then you also had Tatum, who just couldn't hit anything tonight shot terrible from the field three of 17 took the most amount took the same amount of shots as Kemba who had 32 uh, but hit eight less so it's just tough when you don't have guys that are shooting well and hitting shots it's hard to get assists I think they moved the ball fairly well but that assist number is something that we've talked about all season long when they hit 26 assists they're night and day better. The only reason that the Celtics got away with this win is because our defensive effort was stellar. Like 99 points against a Suns team is not a lot of points. Like it's not a lot of points in general. Anything under 100, it's not a not very not very good offensively, especially like for this Celtics team. Like we have the firepower to put up good numbers. But we just couldn't get anything going today. Like up until I want to say it was the the 7 minute mark. Actually, it might have even been less. 4 minutes left in the entire game. Kemba was the only player on this Celtics team that had double digits. Pritchard got a shot late that pushed him at 10. Tatum hit the free throw with like 3 minutes left that put him at 10. Marcus Smart had a free. I actually had a a layup. I think late that put him at eleven. 
So, <laughs> realistically, like we didn't have anything going offensively except for Kemba Walker. And that's an issue. I mean, I'm not going to harp on it too much because you can't really stress enough how much the loss of JB, Fournier, and Time Lord are on this team. Uh, but the assists need to be up. You know, we got we got lucky tonight that, you know, Phoenix was on there the back end of a back-to-back, and our defense was just unbelievable. But, you know, you can't you're not gonna be able to rely on that a ton moving forward. So at this point, again, be happy with the win because it's a really good win, but we gotta be better moving forward. Like we just we have to be. So I want to talk a little bit, and I say a, a little bit about the standings. Cause I don't want to go in. I don't want to dive into it too much here because at this point, like it's gonna fluctuate every single day for the next three weeks until the season's over. Right now, New York Knicks have the four seed, and the Hawks are a half game behind. The Celtics are a half game behind. The Miami Heat are a game and a half behind. And then there's a two-game drop-off with the Hornets, too. So they're you know, three, three and a half games behind. But the entire Eastern Conference, four through ten, or four through nine, is very jumbled up right now. Very jumbled up. So one thing that is playing in our favor is the fact that New York has, I believe, the hardest remaining schedule the rest of the season. Atlanta, who is also tied with us right now, has Trey Young that just got hurt. Granted, his injury came back. It seems like as soon as he's not hurting and is comfortable, he'll be playing. It doesn't seem like he's going to miss a lot. But they're coming up, and they have a pretty tough schedule as well. So with all that being said, we have the Nets tomorrow, which means back-to-back, which means no Kemba. We still don't know about Jalen Brown. Jason Tatum is clearly still hurt, and <laughs> we might see him. We don't know the version that we'll see him in. Uh, we don't know about Fournier. We don't know about Time Lord. Time Lord's probably not playing, and... It just came out earlier today, right before this game started, that Kevin Durant was upgraded to questionable. So he might play. So if he does, and it's just Harden that's out, then it's still going to be a tough game. You know, we're not going to have Kemba. We're going to need all of our guys to really make that run. So it's just, it's tough. The Celtics have an easier schedule after that. We do face Charlotte on Sunday, which will be a good game. Uh, but overall, there's a lot of things, a lot of movement in the standings uh, that's going to be happening for the next couple of weeks up until the rest of the season. So at this point, I've said it, I've said it before, I'll say it again. The number one thing the Celtics need to focus on right now is health. We need to get our guys healthy and try to get a couple games before the regular season ends. Try to get some sort of continuity. Because at this point, Evan Fournier has 
pretty much, we'll just chalk it up as has not played with the Celtics team at all. He played a couple games and then has been out for a couple weeks. So at this point, you don't really know what to expect from him. So that's the case. Time Lord's been out for a little bit. Jalen Brown clearly hurt. Jason Tatum still clearly hurt. So we need these guys to get healthy. That's pretty much it. We are very deep into this season. 59 games. And we have not played one game. One game with nobody on the injured list. And really would love to see that happen before playoffs come. But that's where we're going to wrap things up. If you haven't already, make sure to follow me on Twitter at NBA Celtics Guy. Make sure to rate, review, share the podcast. More importantly, tune in tomorrow night as we face off against the Brooklyn Nets. It's going to be a good one. Have a good night, Celtics fans. I can't help it. I'm all like a Celtic. I can't help it. Nah, I can't help it. Nah, I can't help it. I'm all like a Celtic. I can't help it. I'm all like a Celtic.